Good morning, dear friends. Today is August the 17th in the year 2007. We are in Stonehill College. Uh, this is the last day of our retreat with the theme uh, Mindfulness, Fearlessness, and Togetherness. Togetherness will not be possible without uh, a kind of wisdom that is called the wisdom of non-discrimination. A lot of suffering has been uh, resulted from uh, our tendency to discriminate. And many of us have become victims of discrimination. And the practice of looking deeply help us to remove that kind of uh, discrimination and uh, restore uh, the insight <clears throat> about our relationship. When we were uh, small, very small, we was in, our, in the womb of our mother. And there is a cord that links us to our mother. It's called the umbilical cord. And our mother breathes for us, eats for us, rests for us, smiles for us. It's uh, an art to be uh, a mother, to be an expecting mother because uh, everything you do uh, you do it for your child at the same time when you smile your child inside smile when you get angry the child inside uh, get angry so it's very important uh, to practice during um, the time you um, are pregnant and as a future father, you have to practice uh, taking care of uh, your spouse in such a way that uh, she will not suffer, she will not make um, the child inside of her suffer. I know a young lady expecting a baby, and she uh, recites the Lotus Sutra every day. And she recited the Lotus Sutra for herself and for the baby. It's very nice. And her husband supported her wholeheartedly in, uh, in that kind of practice. And he took care of her in such a way that um, she can hold the baby the best way she could. When we are born from our mother, they cut the umbilical cord. But uh, we are still linked to our mother in a very deep way, linked to our father also. Later on, you may think that you are a different person for your mother, a different person for your father. But in fact, you are one with your father. 
You are one with your mother. You are the continuation of your father and your mother. Even the umbilical cord is not there uh, physically, but you are still linked to your mother, your father, in a very deep way. In fact, looking deeply, you can see our father and our mother fully present in every cell of our body. And science, modern science, tell us that. My father is there in every cell of my body. And my mother is there every cell of my body. And I can afford to smile my father at any time I want. I can afford to talk to my mother uh, at any time I want. When you grow up, you may believe that you are a different person, but in the beginning, you had that inside of non-discrimination. You feel that your mother is you, and you are your mother. And your mother feels that very much the same. My baby is me. I am my baby. And both mother and baby had that wisdom of this non-discrimination. But because you don't know, didn't know how to practice, a new idea came that the son is not the mother, the daughter is not the mother. And there is discrimination. The wisdom of discrimination is something real, existing, accessible with some kind of practice. My right hand has it. You know, my right hand can do many things, like uh, writing, doing calligraphy, invite uh, the bell to sound, uh, doing mudra. And uh, my right hand wrote all the poems that I wrote, except one. That is, uh, that was a day when I did not have a pen. <laughs> there was a typewriter, so I put an envelope into there, and I type. And that is the first time I wrote a poem with two hands. <laughs> and that poem, I still remember the title, uh, the, the Baby Buffalo Chasing After the Sun. But my right hand is not proud of uh, herself. My right hand does not look down on my left hand. She never says, Oh, my dear left hand, you are good for nothing. <laughs> Every poem of Thai, I wrote it. No, my right hand does not have that complex of superiority. My right hand does not have any discrimination toward my left hand. That is why happiness is there in my right hand. And the two hands collaborate and work together as two brothers or two sisters. No discrimination is something existing in my right hand and in my left hand. I remember one day I was trying to hang a picture. My hand, my right hand holding a hammer and my left hand, one uh, nail. 
I was not very mindful this morning. <laughs> Instead of pounding on the, on the nail, I pounded on my left finger. So right, right after that, my right hand put down the hammer and took care of my left hand in a very friendly, uh, friendly way. It does not think that it is the helper and the left hand is the one who is helped. No. It takes care of the left hand like it takes care of itself. That is the wisdom of non-discrimination. Nirvikanpashnana. My left hand, she has also that wisdom. She has no complex whatsoever. She doesn't have the complex of inferiority. That is why she never suffers. And this hand does not have the complex of superiority. In psychotherapy, they say that when you have a low self-esteem, you are sick. So in order to heal, you try to remove your low self-esteem complex of inferiority. But in the teaching of the Buddha, high self-esteem is also a sickness. The complex of superiority is considered to be a sickness that can produce a lot of suffering also. And even the complex of equality, I'm equal to him, that is also a sickness. In the Buddhist tradition, we learn that we are each other, we inter-are. There is no separate self. And all the three complexes, inferiority, superiority, equality, equality, are born from the notion of self. And that is why true healing in Buddhism is to remove not only one complex of inferiority, but also to remove also the com- complex of superiority and equality. And if you are a psychotherapist, please reflect on that. <laughs> My left hand did not have uh, anger. Did not have any uh, idea of revenge, vengeance. Therefore, my left hand does not suffer. It did not say, right hand, you have done me a lot of harm. You have done me injustice. Give me that hammer. (laughs) I want justice. My hand does not think like that. Does not act like that because she is inhabited by the wisdom of uh, non-dissemination. And if uh, the white people, the black people, behave like two hands, with no discrimination, 
if uh, the Jews and the Palestinians and um, Muslims practice in order to have that kind of um, uh, wisdom, there will be no suffering, no discrimination, and we will have peace. That is why to practice looking deeply in order to restore our insight that we are together, we inter-are. It's very important. You are me and I am you. That is true between son and father, between mother and daughter, between uh, uh, Hindu and uh, Muslim. So please uh, reflect on this. Uh, we are uh, having a um, Dhamma talk on uh, the three doors of liberation today. And you'd like the children to come back to us uh, for the... Um, for the closing ceremony, we need to be all up, uh, all there in order to sing the song, no coming, no going. So uh, now it's uh, time for you to uh, go and practice uh, outside. And please remember to come back to us at the end of the talk so that we can celebrate uh, uh, the, uh, our togetherness. A closing ceremony. Thank you. Remember, you and your brother, you and your sister are, are two hands.